Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Very official this time. So we've got our second round. We've got our stat wars. I'm just sounding a bit somber because I've got to admit defeat early on here. Luke shot out <laughs> to an early lead. Uh, all those keeping count, I'll just off the bat. Luke got five out of eight, five out of eight. I've only got three out of eight. So, uh, and I'm pretty sure we got pretty much all of them different, which was made it interesting and exciting. So it was a good start for uh, the Stat Wars ahead. Uh, another massive episode to talk um, all things about round two coming up. But quickly, Luke, uh, the footy over the weekend. I know you were quite busy. Um, I'd just say the Dolphins win was fantastic to watch. I watched it live and it was hard not to get into it. But what do you make of the, the footy over the weekend? Yeah, no, no, mate. It was awesome to have it back in. Like I said, I wish I was able to probably more ingrained in it than I would have liked. A week later, actually, for me, I would have realised it would have been a preferable start. Um, yeah. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, it's interesting, though. One of the first things without like going too much into it, because I know we've got stuff to get into, but the thing of those footy cliches a lot with it's not a marathon. Uh, it's a sorry, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And look, it's easy to say that, but I still reckon, and you've touched on it, and I just wanted to hold the brakes a little bit on it. But now I'm starting to put my foot in the accelerator on a little bit for it might be one of the closest competitions yet. Because mm. I do think yeah. we have seen that those teams, the Panthers, Roosters, is your top guns. So let's just not even hide it. They are going to. They well, we've seen from the get go. They both lost. They yeah. both had lost, not just against teams that were top tier teams that a lot of us haven't got picked in the eight. One team that has only just entered the competition, and what a. What a way to enter the comp. And honestly, we shouldn't have looked we shouldn't have looked past Wayne Bennett here. But for me, I think look, I hate to overreact, but I am I am worried about the teams that ever had a bit of a slow start this weekend and feeling a bit more optimistic. But I just think it's just yeah. those key losses and those injuries for some teams, they they're gonna hurt early on. It's funny how teams or fans spin it. Um before round one, yeah, thought the Roosters fans, Panthers fans, and that were all going on about they were going to win the comp, the favourites. This week, oh, it's all right. It's only one loss. It doesn't matter. But I'll tell you what, just, I think every team just wants to win that first game and get the monkey off the back and just get the ball rolling. You don't want to sit on zero competition points for too long, which is uh, the case of, unfortunately, what's going to happen after round two. And let's get into it. So we've got um, Penrith versus South City in the first game Thursday night, um, back at the foot of the mountain. So two home games in a row for Penrith. Another massive game for him, another team that's going to come straight for him and and basically not not respect him. And as, as they've already shown during the week with some of the comments uh, to the media. But um, I've got this game and I've mentioned the Battle of the Halves, which I think um, in a way is probably the, the big uh, or the key to any game being won. But I think this one a bit more because we've seen last weekend Ilias really stood up uh, into a role that, uh, we've been told he wants to to make his own. So really like what I've seen from him. And then Cody Walker was sort of took a backward seat in a way. He wasn't his sort, sort of dominant self, um, but they still got the, the chocolates really against our Sharks and and did it quite well in the end. So um, really liked what I saw from that Haas pairing, which makes me feel, I know Nathan Cleary and then Jerome Luai are, are those people, but it just makes you feel like South Sydney halves have a chance to really do something out, go to the foot of the mountains and make Penrith start zero and two. 
Um, they all believe, and obviously you got Latrell helping the the halves out the south as well, which is always dangerous. But for mine, yeah, like I put him out. And this is a pressure game for Luai and Cleary. It's it's weird to say that, but you don't want to be zero and two, the defending champs, and knowing week in week out teams are coming for you. Yeah, so, no, I completely, I completely agree, mate. It's like one of those things you'd rather be the one chasing than the one being chased. And yeah, you see yeah. that with I see that with like I watch a lot of combat sports, and it's like that relief as soon as they lose the belt. Like obviously it's that gutter, but a lot of people, not that they enjoy losing, but it's yeah. like all that comes with it. Is it really worth it? And I think, look, yeah, like we discussed at the top, like three years in a row, that is at such a young age as well. That is a you know, that is hard going. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on, eh? So, it's going to be really interesting to see how they bounce back. And um, also just thinking about, especially Luai, having, like I've talked about heaps of loss of kick out, fitting in with that new second row partner. I just wonder how, I wonder who's going to be that guy. Because obviously, who started, so last week it was, he was with Ghana, and Ghana's still been there this week, I believe, eh? Yeah. Um, side him. So, yeah, and like, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Up, and, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that Garner's not that. I I reckon Garner, you know, is a quality player, and it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if he's there at the end with Luai. But it's a good chance he's not. So they still haven't sold those things. Where when they've hit into every other season when they've won the Premiership, they've known the combinations, yeah. and we can make a pretty fair bet that they're going to stick the whole way which they have this year is going to be the first year we're trialing stuff. And that's really going to affect Luai. It's also going to affect Cleary. I know Cleary's side's the same, same, but there's still, yeah, all all those little things like the hooker obviously changing, the way they deliver the ball, the way they get their sets going. Yeah, it's all all happening here for Cleary and Luai. It's very early on. You don't want to keep harping on that about this and we probably will throughout the season, but you could tell... The loss of Kikau and Coruscant was big uh, for Penrith, and I think that was a big reason they lost that last week. They both play. I reckon Penrith would have got the job done. The stat wars I'm coming up with for this game, uh, which Harles pairing comes up with the most tries slash try assists, so try involvements, basically. Um, I lock in the, the Penrith pairing purely off the fact that I feel like they just have to. And I think the fact that Latrell's carrying a little niggle in his knee might just hamper them a touch the South halves pairing. Uh, so I'll just just because I feel like the Penrith have to do it, uh, I'll lock them in. Yeah, yeah no, fair, cool. Um, and ultimately, like, there's a side of me there where I want to go against you. I do think that I actually am going to join you there, mate. Um, I just, at the end of the day, for me, clearly, if he's not the best player in the game, he's top two, top three. Um, and I do think that when I still don't want to be caught down in them too much. And I think Luai's definitely got that. Yeah. I, shouldn't, I don't want to swear, but he's got that mentality where it's like you doubt us once. It's like Samoa. Had that, I swear, you know, drop that, it. Just drop a swear. <laughs> I can't. Nah, but anyway, <laughs> um, like this, Samoa is a good example. Like they got absolutely smashed by England, and he comes out and has a stellar World Cup. He's got that little yeah. mongrel about him, and I think he'll come back. And I think you bring up a really, and that's probably my sway factor. That point you mentioned with Latrell, and ultimately, Penrith for me had the better go forward. Yeah. And Tola out this weekend, I believe. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, he is. He is. 
Yeah, there's Daniels, so, Luke uh, Fafita comes in for him. So the young rooster, ex rooster. Yeah, and Sonny Luke will be utilised better this week. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to go if you're there, and um, ultimately that will also be enough to get Penrith over the line in an interesting game. But yeah, I've been, I have been swaying up that option of the Rabbitohs upset. Um, I reckon we've gone on about that game too long. Uh, it's time to get to the next game. Uh, to be fair, it, to be fair, it is a key game too. So it it's it's probably arguably the match of the round in its first up. So um, a really big game for both sides. Can't wait for it tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you're listening to this, guys. Um, the X Factor centers for the Eels versus Sharks game is what you're pointing out here, Luke. Yeah, it's an interesting one because obviously the Sharks lost last week. And then I have a look at their lineup this week, and it's where I really fall into that look, just back yourself in terms of a, a guy that knows footy. Because I still look at the lineup and I think the Sharks are like, they're still not these great players. And especially, I mean that like in terms of they don't automatically make rep teams. And obviously, not many teams are filled like that. But a lot of those top teams are, even the Cowboys more so than the Sharks, the Roosters, Rabbitohs, all them. Um, and then obviously when you take Hines out, it's the same. But like they're just but they're just so solid. But for me, Talakai and Ramian, you can really make a case of them being two of the best centers respective of their sides. And as a pairing, look, I off the top of my head, not too many come close to them. And I think last week they put up looking at their numbers they would have it they're in for a big year and they really proved it last week as well um obviously penicini and wonga blake don't carry that star power but they've got a lot of talent obviously wonga blake's got a lot of question marks what's his best position should he be in the team he was hoped for new south wales but he's still got those gains where he can pull something out of the hat and penicini yeah. he's emerging don't really know ceiling of penicini but he's still got it and for me Eels are a better team right now, especially with Hines out. So they're going to have the better platform. But is that going to matter? Are Talakai and Ramian just going to be have just enough given to them to win this matchup? But ultimately, I am going to go with Ramian and, um, and oh, my stat wars. Sorry, mate. So for me, I'm looking at the most combined. Just make sure I get this right. Most line breaks combined and tackle breaks by the centre parents. And I'm still going to say Talakai and Ramian, even though I'm picking them to lose, I still think there's a chance of a bit of a ball over. So even if the Sharks lose, I think these two could still get the bickies over yeah. the Eels parent, where if the Eels lose, I would be very surprised. So Sharks win. Obviously, I think they'll be the ones, you know, that are very influential in winning. But I still see them performing if they're not playing so well. So I'm kind of, you know, playing my cards a bit bit smart here. Yeah. But, man, I am very intrigued to see, especially Ramian, if there is a right-side injury for the Blues. If he – I know Campbell Graham played great last week, but I think Ramian's a smoky too. Ooh, big, big early call there. That could be yeah. a, a spoiler. That could be a headline there. That could be a post for you. Um I like what you're saying there. I'll, I'll probably agree with you, to be honest. I'll go the Sharks pairing, um, but I am tipping Parra to win. I think Parra should get the job done. But Talakai and Ramian are two big bustling centres who 
Sharks like to create a lot of their attack around. They like to get the quick play the balls and the, the uh, palm off and the, the line break assists and things like that. So um, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I think um, a lot of because of their a lot of the attack comes off their their back line and their centers. I think they'll be probably up for especially the um, tackle breaks. I think those two would probably do more tackle breaks combined than the whole power club. So they're, they're huge. So I'll um. I'll be the same with you there. I'll lock in uh, the Sharks pairing as well. Lock it in, Eddie. Um, I'll get in. <laughs> <laughs> the Friday night blockbuster, the Queensland derby, and you'd arguably say at the moment they're both the big brothers, but the Dolphins and Titans are closely following behind after all four Queensland teams won it um, over, the, over the week. I think that was the first time in a long time that all Queensland teams won on the same week. So kudos to Queensland Rugby League is partying at the moment. But... Um, I've gone an interesting one this time. I've gone the back line as well, and I've gone the wing off. So, um, and pretty much what I've got to say about that is what a contest it is for the wings. And we've got four high-class, world-class wingers in the Broncos. You've got Oates and Selwyn Cobbo goes back there with Reese Walsh back at fullback and Kyle Felt and Murray Tualangi, which we all know how great he's been uh, last year and, and trying to carry that into this year in the World Cup. So, Four guys who are really good in the air, four guys who are really good with meter eaters, um, four guys. Oh, well, I probably too long out this, and and Cobo probably equals himself out. But Oates and Felt have a heap of experience and know what to do, and have scored some freakish tries. And both Cobo and Tulangi just last year alone had some of their own as well. So I'm really looking forward to this battle, and I think it's going to cut a big impact of where this game will be won, um, and where I think it this happens is where my stat wall uh, comes into place and that's which wing pairing runs for the most metres. And um, I think that'll come down to a lot of helping the forwards out. It's obviously your first couple of uh, plays each set and which it's a hard one, this one, because for mine, it's a hard one to tip as well. It's a, I keep tossing up for this one every day at the moment. Um, I'm going to go because of the home ground factor and I think they might be up to prove something. I'm going to go say Cobo and Oates to win this stat wall. Um, and I think Broncos might get it just in a in a close contest. Yeah, no, this is an interesting take. I'm really solid on the Cowboys this week. Um, <laughs> they're currently the underdogs, if, if I um, looked correctly. That one surprised me, but then you got to remember, Broncos did beat the Panthers yeah. away as well. Um, and the Cowboys blew a lead. But that's also led into my thinking that Jeepers, they would have got a spray. And um, ultimately, I do believe that the Cowboys will actually get a roll on. I think they showed, they started fast last week. And I think with their forwards and also... Townsend and Deadon. Deadon just constantly pressing the lines. He really impressed me early on in that game. And Townsend just kicking to the corners, making sure he's not giving their wing as much space. And ultimately, I think those battles are ultimately why I'm actually picking the Cowboys wingers. I think they're just going to give less chances to the Broncos wingers, where I think they're going to be on the back foot more than the Cowboys, which is going to allow Tualangi and Felt to to um, thrive there. So for me, I'm going the cows and it's a lot to do with the other matchups as well, um, yeah. which is really cool. Like obviously we own in on these matchups, but uh, yeah, it, the, everything is so plays a role here. So yeah, I'm going with the cows and 
just to, before we pick back, but these guys are probably the four best wingers in Queensland. Yeah. Yeah. Xavier yeah. Coates is probably the only one that maybe throw, but in terms of consistency, um, I think these these guys are there. Obviously, you've got Holmes yeah. that can play wing, but week in, week out, which is really rare to see. So how cool is that? Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. And honestly, I wouldn't have looked at this matchup myself, but I'm glad you owned it on it today. Yeah, I've always got a little soft spot for a wing. So I like, I love watching them. So as soon as I seen those matchups and who it was named with Reese Walsh coming back, I thought I had to pick it. So next clash, we got the first of the Saturday games, and that's the Roosters versus the Warriors. You're taking away this one with the classic cat clash of the captains, which is an intriguing uh, one in itself, I think. Yeah, well, for me, these guys are the heartbeats of their team. Um, and I think, like... I didn't like. I watched the game of Dolphins in kind of. I watched parts of it live, and then I went back and watched it again. Um, and Jeffers, they were just under pump, so I didn't really focus on on the Roosters themselves. But ultimately, when the Roosters aren't clicking, especially early on, Tedesco has to do even more work than normal. He really needs, to, and we know what he's capable of. We see it not just for Roosters for the Blues. He is a special talent. Um and Tohu Harris, like even when the Warriors aren't playing well, you can guarantee Tohu Harris is their best on the park. Yeah. Like, yeah, and he they these guys are so important and but so different. Obviously, we've got a lock and we've got a fullback and we've got Tohu Harris can play, you know, anywhere in the forwards really. So for me, I just think these guys are guaranteed to be a a huge part on whether this team, whether their teams win. Um, yeah. And I think if the other players aren't clicking, which we've just kind of touched on, yeah, they're going to, they're going to um, be huge. They're going to be huge either way. Um, James Tedesco is one that benefits more when his team's clicking as well, where Tohu, yeah, he's just going to get through his hard yards as well. So I'm just interested to see the clash here. Um and for me, I've gone with more super coach points. And at the moment, I do actually think I'm still going to actually go with Tohu Harris. Yeah. Um, I was gonna I say, think last, going off last week, just quickly, um, Tohu Harris beat James Desco in last week's super coach by about 30, 35 points, I'm pretty sure. So I know yeah. he's obviously had a, an off day, but they always start slow. So that could be for a number of weeks. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. Now, and the thing is, like, if you're looking at the odds, obviously Bruce is a favoured. But, yeah, that slow start could carry. You just don't know how long it carries over. But for me, like we talked about with, um, like, Talakai and Raymond, I think Tohu is still going to rack up points. Um, yeah. I do think the Roosters will win. Um, but ultimately, I just think Tohu House is not going to leave any stone unturned this week. Yeah. And um, if he's getting the, and he can get the point defensively or offensively as well. So, for me, he's really he. The Warriors are so lucky to have him, and yeah. I really hope that he is in a side with the Warriors where they are tasting kind of finals glory. Not saying grand final, but I hope he gets to see a deep finals run because he deserves that. Tohu. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm um I'm a bit gutted just to off topic a little bit because I had Tohu Harris in my Super Coach team and fantasy team all oh, up yeah. until the last day of. The, of basically last Thursday and for some reason changed it last minute to Radley and <laughs> I was thinking yeah Roosters are soft opening a couple of weeks and they'll 
rack up some points and there's obviously Radley getting a HIA and knocked all over the place and just, yeah, I regretted doing that straight away once I seen the scores come through. But on your stat wall, um, I'll go different with this one. I'll go Tedesco just purely off the fact I feel like the Roosters need to do something. They were just purely embarrassed last week and I know the hysteria was around the Dolphins and how well they played, which they did, but you got to look at the Roosters as well and go, you know what, they're supposed to be premiership favourites and they had a few out, but that's just a that was a pathetic performance, really. They just that was there was, that was, there was times where they, they were just walking on the field and stuff, and they just weren't interested. So I just feel like they'll have to turn up. And as you said, Tedesco leads that, and I feel like for them to to win the game, I think this week Tedesco steps up and probably does one of his typical one or two tries, and I feel like that's going to be enough for him to to get the points over Tohu. But it's going to be a hard one because I think he's need to get at least eighty plus to beat Tohu. So. That's a very close contest, that one. Um, mm. Dolphins versus Raiders in the next um, Saturday game and Dolphins back to their spiritual home. Um, <laughs> now, I've gone for the centre pairings once again for this one, but I've gone for it a different angle. I've gone purely off the fact that, and this is to do respect uh, for both sides, but lesser known uh, centres in a way, not sort of ones that get the any sort of hype or ever mentioned in your top tens of of positions and things like that. You've got Tomoko and uh, Harley Smith-Shields for the Raiders, and you've got Ewan Aiken and Branko Lee for the Dolphins. So fair to say probably last week, I know Raiders didn't get the result, but both pairings did their jobs for their respective teams and, and did it quite well. But as I said, they just never sort of those those pairings that do anything flash or you don't really notice too much of, of what they do. So in a way, I feel like because they're both sides have – some like not Nick Kotrick and Hopawadi are sort of both attacking wingers. Uh, they like to get the ball and and do some things. And then Asako we've seen and Tessie knew last week are sort of the same, and they need to get the ball. So the centers play an important role in getting the wingers involved and also trying to get a couple of meters here and there as well. So with this one, the stat war I've gone for which center pairing earns the most super coach points. I've gone super coach as well. Um, Feel like the fact that I don't think either of either pairing scores highly or in many many teams at all. I think you and Aiken used to be when he was in the second row and you were able to select him at center, but that's obviously changed now. You can't do that. Um, so I've been tossing up. <laughs> it's a hard one. I'll go the Dolphins pairing. Um, I'm not confident at all, and that's honestly that's just taking a, a random guess. Really, that's a flip of the coin. Yeah, no, fair cool. I'm just going to jump straight into that one. I'm going to go with the Dolphins as well. Um, I just think ultimately they, and just talk about Dolphins on a whole, momentum, man. And just that is, I just think that's going to carry over. And Raiders, obviously, they're, they're great at blowing leads. They're great at coming back from leads and ultimately not getting the chockies after achieving a great feat which was coming down, what was it, 18-0 down, and they were just one point away from winning it. Uh, it's going to be deflating, um, even though there's a lot of good to take out of it. And you talked on those centres, obviously very young as well, um, coming up against two veterans, and I think that they're just going to lap it up. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to win. I think they're going to cause the upset, and I think either Aiken or Lee's going to go for a try. I just think it's going to be one of those games where, yeah, they're going to be, um, they're just going to be, should I say, be able to take a bit of the glory because of 
some of the roll on that the Dolphins get at time. I just think the, the that win from the first round, like if they lose that game, like look that that could be like a free game turn, free game swing. Just having that confidence that we actually can win. If they lose that first game, it's like, oh well, every, yeah. what everyone was saying the preseason is true. So for me, I'm a lot higher than the Dolphins. It's crazy. It's only one game, but man, they they that was awesome. Like I can't get over how cool it was. Yeah. Um, and the clip so early on, yeah. I I think I think the Dolphins center pairing is going to get over the um the Raiders center pairing here. And yeah, I'm not too high on the Raiders this year. Um, yeah, man, I kind of man. was kind of in the eight, just outside of the eight, and then I've looked into it more and more, and it's just yeah, same old. I feel like could be a risk of bottom four, to be honest. I feel like that could be a. I think they might have landed in my bottom four too by the time yeah. I got there as well. Yeah, I think that's a. I feel it's sort of you just mentioned that click just quickly, and I feel like it's made a mockery of all the other teams that are trying to say, "Oh, we didn't need time to gel and all this sort of thing by signing one or two players." I mean, the Dolphins have a brand new team and they've been able to gel and beat the Premiership favourites in the first week, so. <laughs> Uh, the master coach is doing what the master coach does. The last Saturday clash, your boys, the Melbourne Storm, coming off a, a nice defeat of, of the mighty Parramatta Reels, sky high. You're, you're missing Munster, which is a big, big blow. Um, he's had to succumb to that finger injury, which I think everyone's seen, but they're up against the dogs. Uh, and you've mentioned the top-tier hooker battle, which I feel like is a huge battle uh, for this game. So well done. Yeah, I think for me... Like, I had to kind of think about the others. This one just popped right off the page. So, there's not really too much to say. Um, Reed Mahoney still actually played quite well in the losing side. And Harry Grant, like, arguably the player of the round, obviously yeah. had the big moment at the end in Golden Point. Um, yeah, obviously, they have different styles, but, yeah, impacts. It's either going to be who has a bigger impact, especially Reed just, just being there and also probably... Harry obviously been in a more star-studded side, but with obviously, like you said, no months this week. He might obviously take more of a more of a hang on, hold my beer. I'm just going to yeah, be looking for any any lazy forward around the rack here. Um, ultimately that's what I'm gonna go for Harry Grant. I do think the storm will be okay, I think, without Munster. I will say I think it'll be a very low scoring second first half, and then the floodgates might open a little bit um look reed's gonna get through his work though defensively he's gonna get tested he's gonna rack up the tackle break um the tackles and also he's going to have some plays in the tack as well um but for me harry grant look i've still got appy as the best hook in the game and that's saying something from a storm fan um obviously appy there was not much to help appy's case last week in terms of the way the tigers played him um, that story for another day, but anywho, um, but yeah, I think Harry, he's got a little chip on his shoulder. I think he really, this might be the season where he proves it. And Reed Mahoney is a good player to prove it against as well. Um, and to be fair to Reed, even though he's probably a little bit away from that, but I'm bet you he's thinking I want to be the best hook in the game. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, but yeah, Harry Grant for me, he's going to be the key for the Melbourne Storm victory, and I think he might go outright on that new Delium leaderboard, which I'm still unsure if I like or not the yeah. way they've done it. Yeah. I think there's some flaws, um, but yeah, my prediction is Harry Grant is going to be your Delium 
um, leader after round two. Nice. And just, just to quickly sum up, it's the more super coach points between the two. Yes, the, sorry. Yeah, stat wall is the super coach points, and you've gone Harry Grant. Yeah, got too excited. <laughs> That's what he does. Every time he talks about his team and Harry Grant, he gets a bit too excited there. So lucky you're sitting down. It's fantastic. Um, on the um, I agree with you. Reed Marnie, um, he was the shining light for the Bulldogs last week. I, if he didn't play... They probably would have got beaten by about 50 to 60. Um, he just sort of, he was the only player after that game where when I look back at it, like if they're fed income, the dogs in the sheds, when they go around and go, I'll oh, give you three, two, one, you would have given it all to, to Mahani. You would have said, nah, no one else deserves it. So um, really off that, it's, it's you start to sort of think, yeah, Reed might take this in it because he's just so focal point of the Bulldogs attack and everything they do now. But Harry Grant for mine steps up in the loss of Munster um, even more now. So that'd be a scary thing for the dogs. And I predict Harry Grant to go 100 plus this week. So a little sneaky captain um, choice for Supercoach if you're out there playing. But yeah, it could be a, a good look for, for that because I think he's going to step up. Um, next game is the first of a Sunday clash. And that's the. Um, We've got the Tigers versus the Knights. So Tigers get the, the TV game down at Leichhardt. Uh, I've gone for the spine battle. So the one, six, seven, and nine. For the Tigers, that consists of Dane Laurie, Dewey, Brooks, and well, Appy's been named. Let's hope that is the case because I just have still no idea why Sheen's done that. Um, for the Knights, Miller uh, is your fullback. You've got Jackson Hastings. Uh, sorry, Ponga, Hastings, and then you've got Jaden Braley there as well. So I think both spines, when you look at it all together, sort of balance themselves out um, in terms of quality. I think Tigers clearly get the hooker, um, or maybe not. Oh, yeah, provided. Ah, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Provided Appy gets the starting position, he, they clearly get that. But then sort of Luke Brooks and Hastings, they both have their own off days. I don't think they've had many on days lately. So that sort of evens itself. Ponga, if he's on his day, can do it. But Dewey's such a focal point for the Tigers in attack, and we've seen him score a try last week. And then Laurie and Miller are sort of the same, elusive sort of fast fullbacks who just sort of pop up as well. So uh, I won't muck around with this one. The stat of um, war for mine is which spine has the most try involvement, so both tries and try assists. Uh, I'll go... I'm going to put my faith in the Tigers one more time, just at Leichhardt, two weeks in a row. Appy starts, has to start, so I'll go the Tigers. Yeah, I'm going to lean off the um, the Tigers bandwagon there too. Uh, side of me that wants to go after Knights, kind of redemption, revenge game for Hastings as well. Um, but ultimately, I'm going to go after um, Tigers, and a big reason is, well, Kaisau's huge, um, yeah. but you do, he, he, he's, I've always... Find myself liking Dewey. Um, I was disappointed last year where he wasn't able to obviously go out the full season. Um, but yeah, I think, and yeah, and then you just have those games, you have those moments, and Dewey's one of those players where because he's not really kind of that rep scene, you go, How good is he? And then he has one of those low patches and then he gets injured, and then you go, Oh, yeah. But then when he's fit and wearing, it's, I'm not saying he's origin caliber, um, but man, he is. He's a very good player. Um, yeah. I still like six is a really good position for him. I would love to see him as a ball playing lock. Um, I don't think 
necessarily that is the best case scenario, but I think just the mould of him might suit that position. Um, so, yeah, for me, do he, um, especially with the home advantage as well. But, yeah, I think Clemmer, Clemmer's going to be a huge part of this um, as well. Um, obviously, yeah. and that's where the redemption game comes into it too. So, yeah. I think the Tigers four-pack are going to win this battle, um, and I think that's going to help their spine too. So, yeah, I'm going with the Tigers as well, mate. Yeah. Um, and Dewey's probably going to be the one collecting most of yeah. those try involvements. Perfect. The last game, sum it all up, uh, the Dragons versus the Titans in the match of the round. <laughs> um, the Dragons finally get to to play a game. It'll be after pretty much everyone's played their two games and there'll be teams on four points and no points and the Dragons haven't done anything yet. So... Uh, you've gone the Battle of the Robins, and ex- excuse me, I just don't even know what you're talking about. You said so take it away. Oh well, you got the bat, you got the Batman and Fawn and Hunt. Oh, and you got yeah. Robins, yeah, and you got Jaden Sullivan and Mr. Tanner Boyd. Kind of obviously like the less the lesser experienced um, half period, yeah. and two players that, even though talented, their spots are definitely not cemented. Um, but I, for me, I actually wasn't too sure who was going to be the sixes week for the Dragons. These are my two favorite options for both teams. And like, you might think, oh yeah, obviously like they're the ones that have been picked, but, um, there's been a lot of debate and obviously the stuff's happened with Ramon, but in Sexton is very much light with the Titans and also the possibility of putting Prince from the second, Kate Campbell to fullback, which we've touched on in the preseason. But I just like, especially Tanner Boyd, I think he pairs well with Fawn. I think he's going to do his right role. Um, and I didn't, obviously, I actually didn't get to watch the Titans-Tigers game. Um, but I'm re- I was really happy of what I've seen out of him in early stages of his career when he has been given enough chance. And I think Sullivan... He's someone you forget about. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Sloan underperforming, but I think Sullivan has been tossed around a few positions, utility hooker, bit of six. And I think he has got a lot of potential here. And I just think these guys are going to be really key to if they exceed expectations or drop expectations as the season goes on. Um, in terms of try involvements, I've gone here. I've gone for line break and try involvements from Sullivan and Tanner Boyd, who's going to have the most. I believe Tanner Boyd is, and I think a lot of that does have to come down to him actually not just taking on the role, but being able to succeed in stepping up for Foran, who is carrying a little bit of a injury. Because yeah. I, when I seen the team lineup before, I was like, "Hang on!" I thought four, this was early in the day before I made these selections. I thought Ford was definitely going to be out, but they've downgraded it. So yeah, I think Tanner Boyd is going to prove that he's just a little bit better than people expect him. And I think Sullivan, I think Sullivan's going to be cementing his spot as a six for the Dragons, not just for the season but for future. I think he's got a lot of talent. He's got that physical presence where you, you have those doubts straight away. But look at Tom Dead and look at a lot of other players. Um, look, Sam Walker's a bit of a class above um, in terms of like well, everyone just knew he had talent from the get-go. But I think Sullivan is in for a big year and he's going to be one of the shining lights for what I'm predicting will be a down year for the Dragons. But yeah, I think Boyd is going to step up for the um, Titans this week and they're going to be upsetting the Dragons, which... Upset is sounds funny because yeah they are 
currently not favoured to win the game if you look at the odds. But for me, the yeah, they're my pick this week as well. Yeah, I am. Um... It was it. Oh, sorry to cut you off. It was tough finding a matchup this week. Can I just say? Yeah. This one, I stitched myself up here. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The market's moved. The Titans are now favourites. So I think that's oh. off the back of the news Foreign's playing. So it was, just, no, it was five minutes ago. It was, and then this has come off the pot off the press. And, yeah, yeah, so Sportsbet have now changed that. So thanks, Sportsbet, for the live odds for our show. You're, you're keeping us up to date. I'm it's with been... you. Oh, I feel like this is a hard, really hard one to pick. And I was more leaning towards Sullivan purely off the fact that he was the only real shining light for the um, Dragons in the Charity Shield game, which is a game we sort of go off. And when he came on, he sort of sparked him. He did score that try, so that was nice to see. Um, he's got that about him that, that in, a, in his game. But um, I think Tana Boyd, and off the fact that Foran isn't 100% fit, um, whether he plays or not, I don't know if he'll be as involved as he was last week because of it. So I just think Tana Boyd steps up and takes reins of the ship, basically. So I lock in Tana Boyd as well. Uh, that's all we've got time for, guys. Um, goes quick when you're having fun and talking about fun stuff like the league being back. So, Luke been great to have you on. Uh, hopefully you get to watch a little bit more footy this week. Yeah, I think it's more me just going, going to sleep a bit a bit earlier these days. I feel <laughs> like a granddad. But no, I'm um no, I'm hoping so too. There's some pretty yeah. good matchups, especially that Thursday, Thursday night game as well. But hopefully I can see my me see my boys live this week. And yeah, thanks Joel for that. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and um yeah, it should be a crack of a weekend. Yeah, perfect. Enjoy your week, guys. Uh, enjoy the footy round two. Cannot wait for it. Hopefully, I'll claw some points back in this stat wars. 